When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, our fantastic guest, first of all, it's her birthday. I mean, first of all, it's Bose. Second of all, it's her birthday. <laughs> it is. It is. I, 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 it's just, it's not that important to me, I guess. But you know when I realized halfway here, I was like, oh my God, it's already one o'clock and I haven't utilized this as much as I could. What? Well, 
Yeah. Have you gotten free Starbucks? Can't you do that? Dude, I ordered my free Starbucks on my way here and then there was no parking and I was like, I'm Mm going to be late. So I didn't get my free Starbucks. Oh my God. And then my, and then I'm going to go out to dinner with my neighbors, but I was like, hee hee, I'll pay. And then my boyfriend was like, you're not paying. And I was like, excellent. Everything's going going to my plan. (laughs) I feel like I should try to like utilize it maybe two or three more times, get like a little bit more free shit. Just like have a good day. I think Coldstone, you can get us all Pretty much every place has like some free birthday stuff yeah, yeah. you're right i just mm-hmm. gotta google free stuff on I my birthday google mm-hmm. it every year oh my god just to refresh on what i can get yeah That's I, have, I have like an email address that i know like well of course i know when my birthday's coming up but but then i just start getting all the free stuff oh my god like your Melissa birthday mm-hmm. at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday bitch yep. at gmail.com <laughs> Oh, I'm so I That's how I celebrate. Yeah. That's a, dude, that's, that is, <laughs> this is an advice show, right? That's like such yeah. a hot tip. Like a week before your it birthday, is. go ahead and search. Mm-hmm. What can I get for free on my birthday? Yeah. Start planning out your week. Oh, God. Well, um, if you guys are new here, this is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. If you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh... I guess we should get into giving people some advice. Okay, nice. Let's do this. We'll be good at it. And if you're not, just it's your birthday. <laughs> no one can touch you. It's so my answer to right. your uh, question is, it's, it's my birthday. birthday. <laughs> Hi, Megan, Melissa, and possible guest. So I just need some advice on a situation that has been lasting for like four years. So a little backstory. I've been dating my boyfriend for about four years. And um, since we started dating, he's stressed the importance of me having a relationship with his four sisters. So, which I get, you want your family and your girlfriend to be close, fine. But before I met them, there was some stress in the family with their sister-in-law who's married to his brother. And I guess she's just not the greatest. And they all kind of have some weird relationships with her. So that's just a little bit back, a little bit of a backstory. So fast forward to now, we've been dating for four years. And um, he always tells me that he wants me to, like, hang out with his sisters and like talk to his sisters and build a relationship with his sisters. And for a while I was trying to, but every time I tried to reach out or like start a conversation with them, if I texted them, they just wouldn't text me back. Or if we were in person and I said something to them, they kind of just let the conversation die. They didn't really respond to what I was saying. Or if I jump into a conversation that they're having with each other or like their mom or someone else, they kind of just change the subject, which I can pick up on social cues. <laughs> that means that they don't really want to talk to me, which is fine. I don't care if they want to talk to me or not. It's just the fact that my boyfriend can't see that it takes two people to have a relationship. So if I'm putting on the effort in to having a relationship with them and they're not putting any like any effort back towards me, it's not going to work. So what advice would you give on how to either make him see that a relationship might just not happen or how can I make them want to talk to me in any way? That's so, it sounds so stupid, but thanks. 
Okay, prepare for a crash landing. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what are your thoughts on this? I I was trying to put myself in her shoes and... I'm not this nice. I'm like a little too stubborn. Yeah. Like if I'm, I'd be like, okay, they don't want to be my friend. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would just like tell him and be like, if he like brought it up again, I'd be like, uh, I'm sorry. I tried. Do you not see this? Like, look, they didn't respond to my text. And absolutely. I would kind of just, yeah. I, yeah. And I don't, I don't know if you're too, cause either you're too nice or he's really fucking dumb yeah okay first of all fuck your boyfriend because (laughs) the first thing that like that stood out to me is that you're asking like and i'm pretending i'm her you're asking me to get along seamlessly with four different women who are probably incredibly diverse that love you Mm. (laughs) like did you he clearly doesn't understand women because like you're setting me up for failure and you clearly don't love me and you're the odd one out yeah it should be a conversation with your sisters of being like hey my four sisters who have known each other for your entire lives and are probably it sounds like this a very close family please welcome in and reach out to my new girlfriend not like hey can you walk into this pack of wolves yeah literally literally this it bothers me so much too because like i'm sad that you have to convince him when he just clearly is in touch with the reality of women Mm -hmm. and and they're they're his sisters he has four that's that's terrifying that's yeah that's like if you had a brother yeah, that's true. It, it that is so fucking scary. And it, whether they love or hate him, they're probably very protective of them. Of yeah. him, you know. He should have sent a text from the jump and been like, "Guys, I really care about her. She's taking great care of me. She really loves me. She yeah. wants to be a part of this family. I, you guys are important to me. Like, how? What, what do we do? Is he just sending her out to this pack of wolves, or is he saying, "Hey, let's do a date and invite one of my sisters"? Yeah, like. And also at this point, if they're not responding to your text, because, ooh, that hurts. Yeah. And you know they've got, like, their own group of text messages. Oh, and they're that just they're sending the screenshots. Oh, my yes. God. I know. Yeah. And then they're mm-hmm. just ping-ponging off uh-huh. of each other. And then the boyfriend's like, why aren't you guys friends yet? <laughs> yeah. What? Like, that's the part that also... Yeah. They've been dating for four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think, uh, and I say this from... I think that there's, like, you guys need to, like do some recon work because this is it shouldn't necessarily be like this four years in Mm -hmm. like if this is still they're just not responding like i think it's you have to have a sit down conversation with your boyfriend and like you need to start hanging out with the sisters because maybe it's they didn't get a great first impression from you or maybe maybe when you guys started dating because he has a lot of women in his life he's very used to like talking about his feelings maybe like if you guys went through some shit he opened up to his sisters and his sisters have kind of like held some sort of resentment yeah and it's because of the other sister-in-law too that they have yeah history with there's something there that like you need to resolve because i don't I think after all this time, the fact that they're still not responding to your text, like there's an issue that needs to be fixed. I don't think there's any, I think you just need to like address it head on. Yeah. And first of all, like the like very first thing, like as far as advice, like don't shoot the second arrow. This is not your fault. Yeah. Like it is absolutely not your fault. And then like, are you familiar with the second arrow? No. But is that like so whack? You try again. Don't make fun of me. I went to this meditation room one time. I thought you were going to say Tony Robbins. Oh God. We'll have an issue then. (laughs) No, 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 no. Well, I do not have $7,000 go to a convention and like and what, if you have seven thousand dollars you know how you can keep make seven thousand dollars keep the seven thousand dollars <laughs> that's right however did you know you can bring a friend at half price oh my <laughs> god i okay. can't but they say that the second arrow is actually like when something happens to you 
the second arrow is the thing that we put on ourselves. Like, this is me. This is like oh. my, my problem. And so like, we always have the choice to shoot the second arrow or not. And if you do shoot it, then you're not going into the situation with as much clarity as you could. So like, first yeah. things first is like, this is not your fault. You were thrown to the wolves. You were right in between your boyfriend and his force. Mm-hmm. Jesus, you are a strong person. Plus too. the mom too. Oh Man, God. I think about it. Even just that I've had a hard enough time with like boy, like guys I've dated and like getting along with their moms and yeah. like the idea that there would be four sisters plus that. Oh my God. Horrifying. And yeah. he's just like figured out. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm, and I'm also thinking about like, okay, imagine you're one of the sisters and he starts dating her and then immediately she texts you and she's like oh my god your dress looks so great today i can't wait to see you later at the barbecue (laughs) yeah yeah it's just it's it's there was there was a big mistake on his end and i don't know maybe you're his first serious girlfriend like maybe he hasn't been through this before but i think that's the like you weren't really brought into the family dynamic you were Mm -hmm. asked to include yourself in a sister dynamic and they're not your sisters either and also if he's, let's say he's, the, let's assume maybe he's the baby and they're like, and he's had a lot of girlfriends before and they're like, oh, we're not going to spend time. But and it's then, been four but that's years. What I mean. Then it gets to be four years yeah. and it's like, well, shit, now how do we recover from this? Okay. I'm going to go straight up battle tactics on this. Oh, I love it. Find the strongest sister. Persuade her. Mm-hmm. Like who is the leader of the sisters? Like yeah. super serious. It topples, it's topple down effect. Uh, you have to go for the jugular with the strongest sister. And then if it doesn't work out, move to like soul or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I pick soul. It's very different. It's like, go, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. I, I, I think, I think the first thing you should do is have a conversation with your boyfriend and be like, Hey, here's the thing. I, even if you don't love your family, <laughs> Yeah. I think they're great. I think your sisters are amazing. I think the bond that they have with them is really, like with each other is really great. I know you really want me to have a close relationship with them. And I really want that too. Mm-hmm. I've been reaching out and really trying and I'm at a loss at this point of what to do because I, they're not responding to me and I'm really trying to go for all of this and basically just be like, have, give him all of like, this is everything that I've been doing. And like, it's not working. I'm not sure what to do at this point. Oh my God. I've listened to the show, but you're like a great communicator. Oh my God. That was, thank I was, you. I go I was, to therapy. That was, that was just like boom, boom, boom. Like the, the well, right. Yes. That. Do I, that. I'm also that like one. very straight and have dated lots of stupid men where it's like, you kind of sometimes have to handhold through because I don't think regardless of the fact that he has these sisters, he clearly doesn't fully understand that dynamic. And there has to be something of being like, here, I really tried and I really care about this. And I know you really care about this and I care about it too. And, and even if it's like playing dumb a little bit of being like, what, what do you think I should do now? Like how, how at this point, you know, your sister's better than anyone. Like, how could I, how could I reach them? How could I like be able to form that connection? And then even just throw it and suggest like, maybe like we could take, pick a sister. Maybe we could take her, whatever, Madison. And maybe we could all go see like that new movie. Doesn't she love whatever celebrity or whatever. And kind of show that you know who they are and you've been trying to like get in there with them make it more accessible because yeah, like you're saying it is, you're going straight in for the wolves. And I think about it Mm. even with like female friends and stuff, like my female friends, when they bring their boyfriends around and they were like, my friends aren't really getting along with my boyfriend. And I was like, bitch, did you introduce him to nine of them at once? (laughs) And what other guys were there? And she goes, just him. And I go, Oh, what do you mean? He didn't feel included. And I'm like, go out to dinner with one of your friends who has a boyfriend who's like long distance, who's not like salty and bitter and single. And then 
have get dinner all three of you and hang out right. and like have him get to know those interpersonal relationships. Also, because here's the thing too: what if you guys don't live that close to each other? Mm. If you don't live that close, then you want her to form texting relationships with them. Yeah, and then it's only if you're only seeing them at family events. And here's the thing about relationships that I've learned, especially in family dynamics. If you're in a long-term relationship and it's a relationship that you see for the long haul, which usually makes sense if you're including them within your family, you also need to join as a unit together. So there's your yep. family unit, your, your parents, whoever raised you, your siblings, and then there's you and your partner. And when you go to your partner's family, it's not, oh, this is his family and me. It's this is his extended family and here's him and I and we're doing it together yep. because yeah. you need to have his support to do that with you and it's just and this is the whole thing you couldn't say to him is like it's been four years of me trying to do this and nothing's changed so I need to change my tactic and I need to change how we go about this because yeah. I'm doing everything right as far as I know and then maybe it's and even if you feel comfortable I would I if I were you I think your boyfriend's kind of proven that he's not super Mm -hmm. on top of like the nuance of all this stuff and like you're clearly great with social cues and after you do this with him even if it's you just having a conversation with the nicest sister and just being like hey i don't know if i ever did anything that kind of made it like if if you just think that like we're different people and like i'm not really the kind of person you like want to get along with which again is totally fine or if there's something that i either like said or did early on that made me come off as like standoffish but like i would just like to know like I would like to like be friends and it's really important for him for us to like get close and if that's not something you want to do that's totally fine but I just I, I feel like I've been like really trying to go for that and yeah. if it's, I would rather I'll, I'll stop if you that's not something you're into yeah I, I think like and Megan's given like so much good advice but I, I want to really take it back to the you're so nice <laughs> yeah <laughs> so kind because for me like you know when we when I'm and I'm in a relationship like I'm gonna give you the bad advice now <laughs> Oh my god! I, oh, how the tables have turned! Oh, the, like now, like it's this like this is so me usually. Like now, you must choose like, the good communication or the like. Oh my god! I, I feel like I'm absorbing the Leo mentality. <laughs> that because, it really is because I okay. In like when I first started dating a guy, I'm like okay, like you know, hierarchy wise, like he's got like you know, family, school, friends, whatever. But like as the years go on, like I need to start climbing the ranks. Oh, yeah. okay. And like after four years, I need to be above your sisters. Okay, I'm your top priority. I'm hurting. Do you understand that I'm hurting? You need you need to step in. I'm hurt. Baby is sad. <laughs> I am baby. Baby I, is sad. I am baby, and baby is sad, and I need help. Okay. So like as and like I feel like it's. I'm kind of like fucking around, but also there is a point where when you are married in a relationship, like 10 years into it, like, yes, he cares a lot for his parents, but you are the number one priority. You're the new family. You you are. Mm -hmm. And then when you guys have kids, they even say that, you know, husband and wife should still be top priority and child is kind of second priority. Mm -hmm. So you need to be climbing the ranks. And if, if the sisters, if it's still get along with my sisters or else after four years, something is like kind of off here for me. I'm yeah. just, I'm not feeling it. Make him listen to this episode. <laughs> because <laughs> you were nice about him you weren't a bitch like, yeah she you, was so you nice. didn't incriminate yourself at all and we're just ready to ream him yeah yeah boy get better or she's gonna dump your ass seriously oh yeah message to him message mm -hmm. to sir unacceptable unacceptable <laughs> fucking acceptable unacceptable. unacceptable step in there be a man protect your woman mm -hmm. you do you want to be in this for the long haul mm -hmm. do you want this or do you want to fuck your sisters instead do <laughs> There wow. we go. Awesome. Maybe he does. It has to be said. Maybe he does. <laughs> it truly Which one's your favorite? Had to be Admit it. said. <laughs> don't, don't show him. <laughs> She's like, um, here, baby, it's okay. They ended there. There's like a glitch now. They stopped talking. <laughs> oh, good God. Should we go on to the next one? 
Hello, Megan, Melissa, and possible guest. So I have this best friend, and she tends to like to one-up me. And I take her on all kinds of vacations and buy her all kinds of stuff, but she doesn't really do much for me in return. And I really don't want to lose my best friend, but if this is what y'all feel is needed, then maybe I should. But I should need some advice on what to do. Um, she tends to go after guys that I have had past relationships with or even are trying to have a relationship with or even these people that I'm friends with, she tries to steal from me. Um, I've heard that she talks crap about me to other people and when we're around guys, she tends to just be a completely different person and treat me completely different. And... I don't know, she really just expects a lot from me, but doesn't want to do anything for me in return. And whenever I've tried to have conversations with her, she likes to try to play the victim card and switch all that I'm saying back on me. So I'm always the one that ends up apologizing and just having to move on and keep my feelings to myself so that I don't hurt her feelings. And I really just don't know what to do at this point. So if you'll have any advice, I would really appreciate it. Um, okay, thank you all. Bye-bye. You just want our permission to stop being friends with She's this not your friend to yeah. begin with. She's not your friend at yeah. all. This this sounds like, well, she said best friend. <laughs> sounds like a, um, <laughs> it sounds like a case of a friendship that has run its course. <laughs> oh, it, my God. It, it, is, it is also, oh, yeah, we need, to, we need to cut this one out so that we can make room for good ones. Yeah. Like, what do you like about her? Well, it might be that she, maybe she doesn't feel like she has anyone to replace her. It kind yeah. of feels like a void. It's, you know, it's that comfort of this person's always been my sidekick and by my side, they're always down or something. Yeah. And and it, it's scary to leave that comfort. And it's also something I've found sometimes that happens with toxic friends is they refer to you, like they tell you, you're my best friend, you're my best friend, and you start to believe it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, oh I don't, you, you might not even have initially considered her your best friend, but when she refers to you as your best yeah. friend over and over again, you're like, you are my best friend. Dude, I was friends with this psychotic. Oh, dude, I've been there. Psychotic girl. And you know what's funny? I met her on Bumble BFF. I like tried to make friends when I moved out to LA. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like that would, I would feel like that would, I don't know if I would, I, I don't know. I think I would think that it'd be the opposite because you would like have to put yourself out there. Yeah, you have to put yourself out there, but I mm, don't really she, recommend it. Just, yeah, you know, she was crazy. Oh, in, in fucking sane. So after kind of no, and she was my neighbor. She lived like right across the street. So she was just convenient, always there, yeah. always down, love to drink. I love mm-hmm. to drink. Uh, <laughs> she, and like one day we're at the grocery store and and we're checking out and we had got like wine and stuff to make dinner for the night like super cute whatever yeah and the cashier said like is ringing it up and she was like oh y'all about to party she was like are y'all best friends and this girl was just looking at me like holy <laughs> like she shit. was like like i like say it i just say, say it, it. <laughs> And I was like, and I just straight up was like, no, we're neighbors. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, I was like, hell no. I ended up cutting her off like two months later. I was like, good, can't good. do this. But it, that's that's true. They will tell you we're best friends. Aren't yeah. we? We've always been best friends. And it's part of the gaslighting thing yeah. of like the reason why you keep apologizing and all that stuff. She puts that into your head. And when someone I've had friends like that where literally I was like, they're like, you're my best friend. I'm like, 
I'm not, no, you're not. I'm like, no, there's no. no way at all. No. And I, I think, I mean, yeah, like you said, she's, she's not your friend and she's not displaying any traits of a friend at all. And I think she's like gotten into your psyche and convinced you that you are. And also if you spend a lot of time together, doesn't also mean that she's your best friend at all. Oh God. Yeah. This girl is using her though. She's yeah. taking, you're taking her on trips and it sounds like you're paying for it. I know. And she's like, she keeps one stuff. upping. I was like, well, yeah. at least she'll one up and take you on better trips. No, yeah, she no. doesn't do anything. No, she's taking your guys that you've been with. Yeah. She's taking your other friends. Like she's just a moocher. Yeah. She's a yeah. parasite. Yeah, absolutely. And sounds incredibly insecure. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred percent. I can smell it from a mile away. Mm-hmm. And it's that smelly smell that smells like insecurity. Insecurity. It smells a lot like Theo. So that was a Spongebob yeah. reference. Thank you. No, I, I, fuck, I usually get Spongebob. I missed it. But uh, dude, okay. But yeah, very insecure person. I, yeah. I've been you. Like I've been like, very generous and all of that sort of stuff. And like, there's a proximity friend and a convenience friend, like you w- with your neighbor. And so something that happens that I find with, with toxic friends, mm. a lot of toxic friends are po- proximity friends and a lot of toxic friends, even if they're not emotionally giving you a ton or anything like that, but they're infiltrating your life in the sense that like, they'll come over to your place. They'll just come over and hang out and they'll show up there and all of that stuff. They don't make you work really hard. I, I, these are my thing. They haven't, they didn't make me, I've had a couple who made me work really hard for it, but that was like friends turn toxic. But other times it was like, they kind of just infiltrated mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. and it was easy. And it was one of those things that I was like, Oh my God, you're hanging out with me every day. I'm not putting a ton of effort. Like it's just kind of, happening and then you get caught up in it and then it becomes like oh we're spending every day together yeah and you're like but if you live 20 minutes away i wouldn't drive to your place exactly yeah this the girl that i was friends with i was like the minute you move i was like don't fucking text me exactly absolutely not and you know it's actually interesting because i'm just now kind of having this like sort of epiphany where i'm realizing like they don't tell you that as you grow and evolve if you're there are some people that do not grow and evolve yeah some people that are just like stuck but like and i can tell you're like Mm -hmm. a person like that like Every three, four, five years, oh, yeah. it's like a total fucking rebirth. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the sad thing is, is you shed friends then. If yeah. you're constantly growing and evolving, there are going to be people that aren't growing with you because a lot of people don't always evolve. And you you, you have to kind of cut them off because otherwise they'll drag you down. They'll e- either like rescind you like five years or they'll try to just pull you. They try to pull you back where they are. It's, it's that phrase. Misery loves company. Yeah, really is. And, uh, something I learned when I dropped out of college, uh, which I mean, also I thought, I thought that I learned it when I dropped out of college, but it definitely took me a lot more years to like really learn it is that it, it is far more lonely to be friends with shitty people than it is to be alone. Like mm-hmm. the idea of being alone terrified the shit out of me. Like yep. I dropped out, I had zero friends dropping out of college and I was like, no, I'll just be friends with whoever, like anyone I could get, I would be friends with. And then it got to this point where it was like, this sucks. It is soul sucking. It's emotionally draining and I'm not getting any of my needs met. And if anything, I'm just emptying from empty. It's yeah. not like, it's not like the static thing where it's like, okay, well, it's not adding anything, but it's not taking away from my life. Not true. It's taking away. Yep, if absolutely. it's not adding, it's taking away. There is no friendship where it's just neutral. It's either taking away from you or you're giving too much or you're taking too much. And that's just how it goes. And it's so much better to be alone. And you even mentioned like you have other friends that she talks shit about you too. And I think that's also probably them trying to be like, Hey, you need to cut her out of your life in this relationship. But I mean, it's definitely like scary to kind of end a a quote unquote friendship that Mm -hmm. is toxic, but it's, 
it, like you said, it sucks you back in. And if you don't end it now, you're going to start finding that you're surrounding yourself with a lot of people like this, because this is what they call themselves your friends. And yep. then you start associating this with friendship. And then this becomes what your friends are like and how people treat you. Say peace out. <sighs> Goodbye, Becky. Goodbye, Becky. We loved you. <laughs> we had you. We'll miss you. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Hi there. So I just need some advice and perspective on a part of my relationship. So side note, I'm 23 and he's 22. He's a Sagittarius and I'm Aquarius. So just for your details. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for a little under a year and we're happy together. And this issue is not a make or break for me, but I feel like we have hit a bit of a wall with our sex life. So let me explain. Um, I'm extremely chill with sex. I'm comfortable trying just about anything at least once and talking about what we both like and what works best is super important to me. Um, to me, it's worth it to communicate to make our sex life as good as it can be. Um, and if you can't talk about it like an adult, then you aren't mature enough to be doing it. So keeping that in mind, we were each other's first. So it's not like either of us had a ton of experience going in. Um, and even though I think it's fun to talk about sex, my boyfriend, however, is there's no other way to say it. He's kind of just like chased. Um, and he gets visibly uncomfortable talking about sex. So, for example, I asked about his sexual fantasies and things that he wanted to do in bed the other day. And he kept just saying, like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he doesn't want to eat me out because of, quote, how it tastes. Um, I've genuinely, like, gently brought it up a few other times. And he always sincerely says that he wants to try and that he actually does, like, feel bad letting me down in that way. But says that it's just not something he's comfortable with. Um, also, when I go down on him, I don't give an average blowjob. And I don't say that to be cocky, but to me, it's super fun to get someone off and do whatever it takes to make it really, really good. Um, and while he said like a couple of times, it was a great head. He's also like mentioned, like, I'm surprised that you would do that or that you'd be comfortable with that. And like, that's kind of weird. Um, he also is like really quiet during sex. Not like it's like dead silence, but sometimes it feels like he's not really in the moment or it's hard to tell when he's genuinely enjoying something because he just is very quiet. Um, the only time that he's not guarded and gets really into it and will like talk dirty or be more passionate without thinking is if he's had a few drinks. Um, all of our sex is good, but I wish that he could be less self-conscious and more open to trying new things. But every time I bring it up, I just feel bad because I would never want to like push him or pressure um, or make him uncomfortable because that's just not fair. But how can I bring it up and normalize talking about sex and make it fun without pushing or pressuring someone that I really care about? Yay. Oh my God. Imagine having to get your boyfriend drunk no. so that he's like, cool. Okay. This is, this is my worst nightmare. No, it's not. It's up there. This mm -hmm. wouldn't, this wouldn't happen. I would be, oh, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't I would be, be in, in this for a year. Yeah. We wouldn't, we would like, <sighs> I'm hot. I'm, I'm sexy in bed. Yeah. Why don't you? I can't believe she's giving blowjobs and, and he's not, not going down because and she, she likes wants it. it. Yeah. And that's the part. It's yeah. like, I can't believe that she is going down on like him and then not getting what she wants. That's I think it's because she likes it. I like it too. And I think it's a hot turn on sort of thing. But I think my stubbornness would get like, mm -hmm. it wouldn't be my sex brain. It would be like my stubborn brain to mm -hmm. be like, no, I'm not going to fucking do this because I'm not getting, I'm not getting my needs met. Yeah. I, okay. So I was trying to think why would a guy be so sexually shy? Cause this guy seems yeah. really sexually shy. Potentially religion. Because they're each other's first. And I and also was thinking if he has any, if he ever had any sort of like body conscious issues or any sort of, yeah, that image issues, body dysmorphia, if he like had lost a bunch of weight or he had gained a bunch of weight, if he was just uncomfortable in his like own naked 
body thing or like yeah growing up religious or honestly i'm gonna be honest none of those are ringing as true to me as i'm not saying maybe he's 22 or 20 and doesn't know what he wants oh yeah okay yeah yeah Mm -hmm. okay i i agree yeah i mean yeah they're 23 yeah having sex for the first time at like 22 23 um as i mean it's not doesn't necessarily mean religious but to me it's like there's a higher likelihood that you did you grew up in a more conservative place where maybe it wasn't cool i to will have say sex. i i hooked up with this uh really fucking hot uh <laughs> executive guy one time was he a virgin no oh. but he grew up mormon and he left the church and he um it was funny we went on like four dates and we literally slept in a bed together but never did anything yeah we never did anything uh we like made out i think once i don't even remember it it just he was so weird about stuff um so it could be a religious thing like especially if he's mormon or something yeah. they tell they I, I don't know much about it but from his perspective like he had it ingrained in his brain like how bad sex was yeah. he shouldn't be doing this he felt guilt um extreme but, guilt and it doesn't but for the same time as much as i say that it doesn't necessarily seem this guy just seems awkward it doesn't seem like guilt it just seems that he's mm-hmm. so i think you're i think you're on to something with maybe he doesn't know what he likes and i would say that as a f- girl who enjoyed a former a cocktail in her former life i definitely my, i was and the reason why i liked drinking was I very insecure person. And then when I was drunk, I was not insecure at all. Like I Mm -hmm. felt hot. I felt so confident. I felt like this is who I wanted to be. And this is all of this. And I think (laughs) this is really bad advice. I think you need to have a conversation with him while he's drunk, because it sounds like that's when he's kind of just saying what he wants to say and he's getting more into it. And I think, I think it needs to be a conversation that's like a sexy conversation but keep your fucking clothes on and have Mm. a conversation before you start having sex because i think you need to it sounds like you kind of need to like he needs to feel comfortable enough to start talking about with you and i'm not saying like take advantage of the fact that like oh he's drunk and he doesn't want to talk about this kind of stuff sober but if you guys are both drinking you're over eight like you're you're saying that he's more comfortable like dirty talking and doing all this stuff yeah. when drunk i would just kind of roll with that and ask him what he's into and then also preface the fantasy part I don't know if you're saying what you would be into or like you really like and you kind of like break that wall down to suggest that kind of stuff. And then I would also just throw out and suggest some stuff. And I would yeah. suggest things all the way from, you know, do you want to watch some girl? Like, do you, would you like girl on girl porn? Do you want to watch like threesome? Like, what about some like Eiffel Tower kind of stuff? Like, would you want a little role play? Yeah. Be somebody that you're not, mm-hmm. like, you know, oh, you, and you know, what? I, I really like the idea that maybe it's the, uh, maybe he's not feeling very secure. You do a little test, you know, do a little, do a little test when you're having mm-hmm. that drinking conversation and compliment him, like tell him how great he looks, tell him like how great his body looks, something like that. And then see if he opens up a little bit more. Cause it'll give you a hint if it's a confidence issue. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And also like try having sex with the lights on. Like, is he mm-hmm. like, is he very insistent of like, I really would like, would rather the lights be dim or the lights be down. Like it could be like a, yeah, like a, a physical yeah. self-conscious thing. And then also like, there is a huge, obviously there's a huge aspect of like this, uh, hyper masculinity and a huge part of like hyper masculine culture is fucking lots of bitches. Mm-hmm. And like, if he's never 
explored sexually and you're his first partner, there might be a part of him that feels not super less than. Yeah. And he doesn't necessarily feel in touch with that or feel like he's enough of like a, like a manly man, quote Mm -hmm. unquote, to kind of like know that sort of stuff. And then also as long as he knows it's like a safe space for whatever fantasy, because also maybe the thing is he knows what he's into and it's like hella freaky (laughs) and he's afraid to bring it up. Gosh, you know what? Like, do you want to pee on me? What, maybe watch some porn together yeah. and see what he picks. Mm-hmm. Let yeah. him pick. If he goes immediately to like large breasts, mm-hmm. then he's just he's just like, oh, this is safe. Yeah. That's not really what he watches. No, mm-hmm. no guy is or just searching big titty. Scroll, <laughs> scroll through and watch. This is so psycho. His, this is so psycho. When someone sees something that they're attracted to, their pupils will dilate and get a lot bigger. <laughs> and basically, like, take like a psych test. Just show him pictures, flash him, and see when his pupils dilate okay. and know that's what he's into. And I think you need... I also... The part that I... Like, we haven't touched on that I do think is a little weird. The part that he keeps being surprised of the stuff that she wants to do or the stuff that, that she would be into. That part's a little... I don't know. It's a little weird to me. But if it's all new, it can be just like the surprise of the newness. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because he hasn't been what if maybe, maybe, affected by any of it before. Yeah, Or maybe he or just exposed. ends up being really, maybe he's really vanilla yeah. and his favorite sex position is missionary. And like he wouldn't like spank you if you gave him a hundred dollars. And And because you guys are each other's first, I think there's an assumption that oh, we're going to, it's our first time we're sharing this together. Our whole sexual experience is going to be together and we're going to learn it together. But you're learning, even though you're each other's first, I think you're learning at different speeds and Mm -hmm. discovering and and liking different stuff. And so it also could be, even though you've never had sex with other people, you guys could just not be sexually compatible. Yeah, Like he could just be very content with like super vanilla sex and you're like, I'll try anything once. And Have you mentioned anal? Because I feel like if if he turns down anal... I'll be confused. Yeah. Mm, maybe get a, I mean, this is maybe get a dental dam. If you want him to go down on you, like a flavored one. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause then My it tastes God. different. How does he know it tastes bad? He just doesn't like how it tastes. He didn't say it tastes bad. He no, just no, doesn't no, like but, it. But he, but did he tried it and he, he didn't like tried, it? To, yeah. Oh my God. Did he stop partway through and said, I can't, it tastes bad. <gasps> oh my ego. I would have murdered him on the spot. I'd be like, you yeah. must die. No one, <laughs> no one ever can know about this. Story. You die here. <laughs> Nobody can know. I would. And then like, oh my God, at least like lie to me. Like, tell me you have like, a, like your neck hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you're, no, or you're congested. If you can't neck breathe. hurts, yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm getting on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll sit on your face. I'm getting on top. Yeah. yeah. No, just oh, say well. you're congested and you can't breathe. Oh, I want yeah, you to yeah. sneeze into my vagina. My nose is all stuffed up. Yeah. And if I'm using my mouth, then mm-hmm. I can't breathe. You know what you makes your die. nose clear up? An orgasm. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, I've heard it does. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh my God, it does. It does. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. That's really funny. That is funny. That's wow. Hot tip. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Hot tip. Uh, this is this is a difficult thing. Well, um I ooh, okay. The, what oh man. I um I, I need more information. <laughs> I know, I know. I think we yeah. Do do give, take our advice and then give us a call back and Ooh, let us know what happens. Yes, follow up call. We love yeah, that because that's what we I we need to figure out because I think um and also maybe read the comments of the YouTube video. Mm. I feel like people might have some stuff to say. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, guys, help <laughs> us out. 
Yeah. And if you're listening to this call and you're like, I feel like I can pinpoint what this might be. Feel free to comment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On YouTube. Let us know. Let us know what you think. We, we'd love to hear because there might, there might be some things. There might be some thoughts (laughs) that we have not said. Yeah. You know, that might might not have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, let, yeah, us, yeah. let us know. <laughs> Should we uh, go on to the next one? Time for a break. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, guys. We are back from our break and we're getting to the rest of the calls. Hmm. I... I'm in a relationship and I don't want to be in the relationship, but there's a few factors that are preventing me from breaking up with him. So we've been together for like a year and a half. I'm 21. He's 20. Uh, He is kind of immature for his age, like definitely immature for his age. He doesn't make a lot of money, which will come up later. But I'm just saying, I make more than him right now, and I probably will make more than him once I graduate from school with my uh, license that I'll be earning. Um, Anyway, I currently work at a place where his mom is my boss, and I'm, like, terrified that if I break up with him, she's going to make my, like, workplace difficult or even awkward, like, I can't even stomach the fact that it would be as awkward as I'm imagining, and I just don't know what to do. I have to work here for, like, another year, at least until I'm done with school, and I don't know. I'm just not happy in the relationship anymore, and I'm not sure if breaking up with him will be the solution, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I just... I'm sorry that I'm so scattered. Basically, he's messy. He's dirty. He lies to me sometimes, like little small lies that really get under my skin because our promises to each other are that we don't lie and we don't cheat. And he hasn't cheated on me, but he's definitely lied to me in ways that I don't appreciate. Anyway, uh, the reason I mentioned his money and everything is that we live together and we do split the rent. Um, but I'm afraid that if I break up with him, he won't have a place to live. His parents have a house that doesn't have enough bedrooms for him because they have a lot of kids. Anyway, I don't know. I've, I've talked to a few people and they've told me that I just need to do what's best for myself. And I feel like breaking up with him would be the best thing, but I'm afraid for him and for me because I don't want my life to be awkward and I want his life to be hard in a sense of like, he's not going to have a place to live. And I don't know. Bitch. I mean, girl, (laughs) not bitch, ma'am, ma'am. Here's what (laughs) happened. I don't know what came first, the job or the boyfriend, but Uh, this is... You got yourself, yeah. Like <laughs> you got yourself. Yeah, like <laughs> surprise. This, this is this. Um, it's gonna like it's gonna be awkward, and also uh, be like awkward. And this is someone who has social anxiety, so like awkward is literally like one of the worst things for me. An awkward situation is really not that bad. Like mm-hmm. an awkward as a feeling 
it sucks, but it's not awful. It's not torture. It's not physically painful. Like it sucks. But also you did mention, here's what I'll say. Great advice. She did mention though that she, uh, he's got a lot of siblings. I feel like the parents won't care as much. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Hot take. But Hot do you know what I mean? Take. Like if it was Absolutely. your one son, yeah. but if you've got like eight kids, Okay. I would just be like, I don't have time to yeah. worry about this. T- take that point and cement it. That's your baseline. Yeah. Let's remember that. And I, you know, there's always a myriad of options. My first like default was okay, fake an ailment, like something really bad, <laughs> so that he breaks up with you. But <laughs> but she can't really but, fake it because then the mom it. would know. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say um, you put details in your other call that you didn't put in this call that I know and I've shared with everyone. So here. we know what you do. We know what we you won't do. mention it. And um, for anybody listening, she cannot quit the job that she's at and go yeah. work somewhere else yeah yeah so i oh man i was originally picturing like you know like she's like wheelchair everything like all bandaged up and then she gets home and just takes it off but he's there <laughs> surprise yeah. so not an option um I, yeah i think that being a being afraid of the awkwardness at work is oh my god it's so funny you said he has a she has other kids she won't fucking care <laughs> she can't even house her own stuff and like oh my god honestly p- piggybacking off of that um <laughs> the, the if she, if he, if, okay, her big concern was they're living together and if they break up, then he's got to move out and he would have nowhere to go. His mother wouldn't take him in, but she would yell at you or very, make you uncomfortable. Maybe she, the mom very doesn't true. want him there though. Yeah. But then that you can bond with the mom over this fucking loser. I know. Like, and also plots where it's like, you can break up with him and she high fives you in the hallway yeah. the next day. <laughs> like, thank God my son's a deadbeat. But they can't fire you. It, it yes it may be a little and also you're speculating that it's aw- awkward like if you don't have enough of a relationship with her to determine like what their relationship with is like what the aftermath is going to be like i don't I, I feel like it's like not even that serious like maybe she i and i can get how in your head this is like really stressful i think focus less on the mom and focus on your living situation will you be able to pay this rent afterwards what what is plan b can you like wh- yeah. what other factors fuck the mom i don't even think she cares but i think this is the thing like everything you're worried about has nothing to do with you like mm. it has nothing to do with your happiness or anything like you're worried about him and like his living situation not your problem like yeah. it's really not your problem he's a big boy and if he's not a big boy break up with him like yeah. if he can't figure that shit out like that's not your responsibility to like take care of him at all like if anything that's going to be his mom's responsibility and it's also not your responsibility to like manage the relationship you have with his mom because none of this it, yeah it, it's just it's just you're thinking about everybody else's feelings before your own and that's not doing anyone a service at all so i mean i would truly the first thing I would do is talk, like talk to your boyfriend and break up with him. And then I would ask him and say, would you be okay if I talked to your mom about this? Because I, I don't want, I, I, I don't want, like if you, if you want to tell your mom, totally fine, mm-hmm. but we do have a working relationship and I don't want, I, I want to make sure that I can have a conversation with her about it. So like, is that okay? Or would you, do you want to talk to her first? If you talk to her yeah. tonight, I'll talk to her at work tomorrow and just have it there. Not being like, Oh, you'll talk to her. And then I won't mention it to her. Cause I think that'll be awkward, but having a conversation with her and just taking her to coffee and just being like, Hey, I, this sucks. Like this is so, and even address, like, this is so incredibly awkward. I really didn't foresee this happening. I really thought that like, like you're, he's great. I just, at this point, like we're just not compatible and mm-hmm. I care about him and I care about you and I care about like my working relationship and everything like that. And I just know that my heart really wasn't in it anymore. And this, I really hope that like work isn't going to be weird and like things between us can still like remain professional, but I just wanted you to hear that yeah. from me. And then you just have to like, 
it's not your responsibility but at all. Also, that's so adult. Like sitting down with her and saying like, hey, let's grab a cup of coffee. I know this fucking sucks. That is so adult. Like, and I think you're afraid of having that conversation because yeah. it, it is scary. You got to put on your thug gloves, be a woman. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, she's going to respect that. And she's probably going to actually be mad at her son that he didn't keep you mm-hmm. and you can have conversations with her like that. Like that's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's a fucking woman. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is like a kind of weird, scary bump in the road, but it's not forever. And it's a lesson that you're going to take and carry with you forever. Like the courage to sit down and do that. You're going to have that forever. It's like one time I had that job where I had to do cold calls mm-hmm. and now I'm not afraid of anything. For some people, there are blank spaces and you have the power to fill in those spaces with a positive or a negative or just the truth. And sometimes, especially anxious people, people we tend to fill in those blank spaces negatively so either you're going to make her just sit on those for the next year and infer things about you infer things about the relationship and just and and they're going to fester or you can clear it up right now and Mm -hmm. it takes a little bit of strength and a little bit of courage but it's so fucking worth it not only for this situation but in the future too yeah and how do you not know that like he's talking to his mom about you and all of this kind of stuff i just think you need to you need to become a part of the conversation because yeah. like mm-hmm. it is family and then it's a relationship and then it's work. And he doesn't share work with you and her. So you and her have a relationship outside of your relationship with him. And it's just super fucking, you know, it's all like incestuous and you just have to insert yourself in the conversation. Yeah. Oh, good God. I really don't fucking envy you. Um, And I just really want to know what went through. I just want to know how the order of this happened. Like, how did you start dating your boss's son? Oh, my God. Yeah. I want to know. Or like, did she get a job? I don't know. Did she get help? Yeah. I want to know the order of it because then I will either. I don't know. I might judge you a little bit, but I don't. (laughs) I think it must be like a very organic thing. Mm hmm. Cause like from what your job that we know of, it, I don't, there doesn't, I don't think there's a lot of places you could work. Best of luck. <laughs> Have a hard talk. Put yeah. on your thug gloves. I like that. And let us know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Would love an update. On to the next one. Um, my ex and I, we dated for a little over two years and we broke up last March. And since then I kind of started dating his nephew. I mean, his nephew is older than him because he had like, you know, older brothers. Um, but I'm kind of ish dating his nephew, but we know that we can't really be anything official because, you know, of my history with his uncle. Um, and also since then I swapped with my best friend who is my ex's ex best friend. They were like best friends for years. And, um, I was like, oh, my gosh, am I finally, you know, going to get with the best friend? Um, But my best friend is, he lives with his girlfriend who has a daughter. So he's just, like, super invested into that. And he really is, he doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, should I see, you know, if things will develop further with the nephew and, like, try to tackle that and try to, because I really like him, like, a lot. I wish we met first. Um, or should I tell my best friend, like, to leave his girlfriend for me? But, like, I don't know. I don't condone cheating, and I hate that that has to go down that way. Um, or should I just let things be and just do, like, just keep hanging out with the nephew? Or I don't know. I need your help. Um, so whatever advice you can give me would be amazing. But thank you. Okay, first things first. Stop. (laughs) Breathe. And 
cease and desist touching all men. Stay away from all men. I, my <laughs> advice was become join a nunnery. <laughs> yeah. Like we effective immediately. We need you to stay away from all men for 90 days minimum. You're a liability <laughs> to yourself and yes. others. You, it's like, it's like you have this car and you're just crashing yes. into every tree. Yes. No mercy. There are people dying. <laughs> the news reports are out there. People are texting about you and you're just like, I think I want to be with this best friend. Sorry. I'm being such a bitch right no, now, but no, like, no, no, no. This is what needs to be. And man, like, you also have this innocent voice. Like you just like, I don't know how I ended up like, here. How did that, dude. And I'm going to say this right now. If, okay. Well, there's three guys in the mix right now. You're going to date one of them and then you're going to leave him for another man. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? Like, it's, yeah, I, okay, you're good at this stuff. I, I, I'm ready for your, I feel like I'm listening to the show right now. <laughs> Hit me. Here's the thing. You thought I've been nice this whole time. This is when you see the real mic and colors come out. Okay. You know what? We're just it, full disclaimer. We're going in on you. Oh, Let's we go. are. We are. And you, oh my God, I don't know what your fucking deal is. I don't know what your story is or what your history is, but even based on how you talk about this call, it's life is happening to you and you have, you're not in the driver's seat and it's just whatever. Oh, yeah. This is not normal. This isn't just like a, okay, so like, do I break up my like best, first of all, your best friend, your best friend, you're fucking your best friend who lives with his girlfriend and has a baby. Oh my And you're God. like, Oh, like, but it's my best. Like, do you care about him at all? No. Do you care about yourself? No. What do you care about? I uh, dick. <laughs> yeah. Literally, literally <laughs> cock. You cold hard like, cock. Dick that's in the same circle. She don't yeah. leave yeah. the circle. Of dick. Uh, dude, oh my god, you're a uh-huh. you're a homie hopper. Oh, oh. like, <gasps> you, and yes. that is that is the. That is the that is the kiss of death. Yes. <laughs> like, it's fucking. It's R. fucking R. over. Like. Y- that's no, it's, it's, it is the worst kind of person to be. Cause also you, like you said, you literally, you're a fucking tornado and you're just like taking anything in and it's just, you're not literally, th- literally <laughs> you are <laughs> pussy tornado <laughs> and everything's getting caught up in it. Vaginal tornado. <laughs> this is so fucked dude. And you need like, when I, like, I need you to move. I need yeah. you to move. <laughs> you need to fucking and like, it, go to soul. And here's. <laughs> I was going to say, if if we were so advanced that you could, if you could live on a spaceship, <laughs> I would advise, I would start a GoFundMe oh to get your ass in space. You need to do full, like, fight. there's so many layers to this. So fucking many. I so- would like you to go to therapy. Um, I don't know if you have any friends that you've never slept with, and that's not a judgment, <laughs> but I need you to find a good female friend that you've never fucked. Do you have female friends? I don't. Any female friend would be like Vicky. Does she? What's her name? Uh, I mean, we'll call we her Vicky. Yeah. Vicky, what the fuck? We're your friends right now, and we are disappointed. And if they're not doing that, you don't have any real friends. And you know what? I fucking bet Vicky, you you do have female friends, and you didn't tell them about no. this, or they know, and you just won't listen. Oh, no. everyone. Or knows. Vicky's a Scorpio, and mm-hmm. it's like I'll sting you, bitch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I also don't know if you're a Scorpio, though, because you don't seem aware of what you're doing. Can we please guess the sign? Hold on. You ready? Ready? I don't know. Gemini. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. You're not wrong there. That could make sense. Because I just am confused as shit. Also, I could. I'm going to say it. Could see a Pisces too. Oh, because Pi- it's a in your own head kind yep. of fantasy land sort of thing. You're not really thinking oh, of so consequences. True. Please, uh, can you just let us know? I know we're being mean, but can you <laughs> let us know if we're right? Yeah, please, if you're still please, here, please just send us your whole chart. Um, that dude. Yeah, this is this is Vicky. This is so bad. Mm-hmm. And Vicky, I'm also really concerned because you literally asked this. So which one should I date? Yeah. 
you should date none of them. You can't date any of them. Or anybody, period. No, right now. this is the, the cold, hard, nasty, dirty fucking truth. Um, it's hard. I'm about, it's hard for me to go ahead. All three of these guys, I think they probably know what's mm-hmm. going on. Friends of friends know, somebody knows. You, I'm sure you've talked to people about this, and I don't think anyone respects you right now. No, and you're right now, you're making a really strong case for you to end up in hell. And yeah. like, as somebody who will probably be there, I mean, not probably, I'll see you there. I would, I would like to spare you. We're gonna be in line. We're gonna be like, oh my god, is that Vicky? Vicky? <laughs> Shut up. The pass around girl. Oh, oh yeah, homie Hopper. No, so you just this is the thing. This is an I extreme think, sport. This yeah, is an extreme. This, this is the new X Games. Yeah. You need to do recon in this, and I think you need to. This is what I'll. I think the first thing you need to do is you need to apologize to your best friend and say, I'm so sorry that I put you in this situation. I'm so sorry that I put your relationship and your family and your relationship with your kid at risk for this. That was incredibly selfish of me, and I'm really sorry that I did that. And then you need to apologize to the nephew and be like, I'm really sorry that I created an, an uncomfortable and potentially like shattering familial relationship with you and your family and made that really incredibly awkward. That was not my place to do so. And that was not fair. I'm going to um, book a one-way ticket to (laughs) Berlin and follow my travel blog where I talk about abstinence. Yeah. You, you can't do not touch any men. And you know what, you know what, Vicky, I really want you to, I I can't, I can't let go of the daughter thing because dude, that's, I, because first of all, like I wait, do you have kids? You don't have kids, no. right? When do you, do you plan on having? I kids? have plan on having kids. Okay, eventually, but, eventually, same. I'm yeah. shooting for I'm shooting for like 32, 33 yes, yes, or yes, so. Yes. You know, but like when I have kids, like that is that's oh, yeah. so important to me. And so the first thing I'm thinking of is like you fucking bitch. I want you to imagine that child as a 15 year old girl, and you have to tell her that you broke up mm-hmm. her parents. For funsies. Yeah. Because you felt like it. Because you didn't know how you were feeling that day. Like, have that conversation with that child in your head. And you need to realize the magnitude of what you're doing to yourself and the people around you. This is really fucking gross. Well, your decision-making skills are... It's what you're saying and what you're doing don't line up. And therefore that's like, that's what you need therapy for. Like you need, like the fact that you're like, I don't condone cheating, but I cheated. Mm-hmm. I don't condone all this, but I'm still doing it. So you're not matching up with like your, you, this is what I keep saying when I'm like, it's like, you don't realize that you're the one making the decisions. Like you're choosing this. You're putting yourself in this. Mm-hmm. And also she, like the best friend, he said that he's about his family and, and stuff. And she's like, do I need to tell him to leave his girlfriend? No. If he wanted to leave her, he would have. Yes. He does not want you. No. no. You need, this is, you need to stop dating and you need to be a, I'm going to, this sounds really fucking bitchy. Yeah. You need to be a better woman. Oh. You need to go make some mm. female friends, some really yes. great female friends. Yeah. Spend some time with them. I don't know what your, again, I don't know your story or your history or what your life growing up is like. And trauma and all of that stuff affects who we are as adults and things situations we've been through and right now it's you from women can tell you that if you were my friend i would not like the person you are right now so and i don't yeah. see, foresee you as you are and the choices that you're making i don't foresee you having a lot of people who are really looking out for you or caring about you or who are going to prioritize you because it's really abundantly clear if i was your friend and i saw you acting like this i'd be like 
that's not a girl that I can be friends with because I can't yep. trust her. No. And that's not who you want to be. And it's a slippery fucking slope. And boys and dating and all of that stuff can be exciting and validating picking. Do you know what's even more validating than a guy liking you? A fucking girl liking you. Do you know how great it feels when a girl that you have a friend crush on wants to hang out with you? Mm-hmm. Or when a girl compliments your outfit that versus a guy? so true. You think that you so need true. all of this approval from like whatever gender. I'm going to specifically say like in heterosexual relationships though, women t- find that that validation from men also like that's hello daddy issues all of that kind of shit and right. maybe mine's my issue because i have mommy issues i really want validation from women but i find that that is something that is so much for not only is it more fulfilling it sustains you so much more than validation from men because mm-hmm. if you're friends with these other women who aren't you're not dating and you're not hooking up with their validation of you as you as a person and has nothing to do with what you're going to give them or what you're going to do for them or sexually or anything like that so you need to focus on that and that's that's just what you need because you can't you're not even looking out for yourself right now yeah what are you looking for like what if what's this the end goal here and here's the thing what if this fucking girlfriend like the the babe like baby mama or whatever like what if she's got an anger problem what if she fucking stabs you whose oh. fault that whose fault that you got stabbed like no if ands or buts like you're gonna get your ass that's beat. what i mean like, like at this 100%. point if you haven't already had this blow up in your face so massively it's going to yeah what happens when you hook up with someone who's married or what happens when you hook up like do you know what i mean like there's some there's you're just not being safe at all about this and the world's no offense. And as a Leo, this is a hard thing for me to say. The world doesn't revolve around you. And like, you're treating this again, hurricane vagina. Like this is like, this is everything is about you and everything's all around you. How can you make, how can you make all of these people and these characters in your life work for you? And you're not thinking about them. And it's because you don't care about them. And as a baby, you don't really care about yourself right yeah. now. And th- these are not characters. They are people. And you're, yeah. tre- you're she's right there. You're treating them like characters mm-hmm. in Vicky's little play. Mm-hmm. Like, in, in, and, and honestly, the real advice here is you've, you've tangled up a very nasty web of a lot of different things. And, uh, prepare for a crash landing because yeah. there's no way that this ends well there's absolutely no way that all three of the men come out and they say it turns into the fucking bachelor and you mm-hmm. get to choose which one you want and there's a couple more hot ones sprinkled in like that's not gonna happen no. it, it's um i have no idea what is in your future in the next six months but uh it's probably not gonna be good no and this is if you can admit it and realize that and take accountability and that's not where it ends. That's where it starts. And then go into like the healing process, therapy, all of that sort of stuff. I think you'll, you know, solidify or give you a lot better chances to end up with a healthy relationship and good surrounded by good people. But if you literally keep doing this, dude, like it's, you know, what the, 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 the bad advice I would have, if you don't want to listen to any of this, apply for the bachelor. <laughs> oh my God. We don't know. We don't no. stand. No, we don't stand. We don't stand at all. Absolutely and she definitely not. stopped listening. Yeah. No. Well, if you're still here, Vicky, right now, we're your only friends. And yeah. We're disappointed. We're disappointed. We're di- and this is sometimes what female love is like. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's it's real. It's real tough. And God, you need that friend that like gives it oh, to yeah. you. Like, mm-hmm. like when you when you're like, I I need help. And they're like, well, bitch, first of all. And yep. we got a lot of things to say mm-hmm. to you, Vicky, but we just mm-hmm. want to start with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little surface level, a little sprinkle, sprinkle, see if you can get it done. Is it time for? Don't blame them. Okay. So don't blame them is where other listeners will call in with their own advice from previous calls. So if mm-hmm. they've got some of their own um, experience with some shit. Hey guys, I'm calling about the girl 
um, who called in because the boyfriend's dog was everywhere that they were, including in the bedroom while they were banging. So I have advice for that. In my situation, I'm the person who's weirdly attached to their dog. She doesn't sit at the dining room table with me like that guy's dog does, but um, she's always with me. And um, a few months ago, I got my own place and my boyfriend would come over and we're trying to like get our shit on (laughs) in my bedroom. And my dog is standing next to the bed. She's small. She's a miniature dachshund. So she's standing next to the bed, trying to jump up onto the bed and she's not making it because she's so small. Um, And she would whine. She would cry while we were having sex. So I'm like, okay, this is going to be an issue. Let's put her out in the hall and close the door. The whining continued louder out in the hall. So that didn't work. So I went on to Chewy and I found compressed bones that she loves. (laughs) So now I say that this is so weird. Um, I say that my dog is getting (laughs) boned while I'm getting boned because I give her one of the compressed bones that she can chew on while I'm getting laid. Um, But it works like a charm. Like I give her that bone and it's like she's in her own little world and it's worked so well. She used to get scared when my boyfriend and I would have sex because that shit gets aggressive because it's wonderful. Um, And she got so scared one time that she peed. So that is my advice to her. If his dog is so attached to the boyfriend, the dog's owner, that maybe it's not a good idea to put the dog out in the hall or something like that, get that dog a compressed bone and let that dog get boned while you're getting boned. Bye. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I've, those compressor things will work. Yeah, I yeah. love that for you. I also do love the bone and bone. It's, mm-hmm. a, good, it's a nice duality. Wow. That's, um, yeah, that's, I that's also, helpful. I can't believe you didn't shut the door immediately, though. That's like the one thing I don't, I mean, I don't have a dog yet. But I would just shut the door. I would not let my dog watch. That's no. inappropriate. Or a lot of people do it though. Uh, not okay. That my dog is my child. <laughs> that is my baby. And you, you will not watch funny mommy enough, and daddy. Someone else called, <laughs> and they were saying the same thing. That like they were like, my dog's my child, and I let them in the room. And then she's like, hold on, no, that's weird. I can't say that because I would not let my child in the room while I'm having sex. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Oh, my God. I, I would cry. I couldn't do it. But. Yeah, no. No, not at all. And it would just take me out 100% of the mood mm. if I'm just, like, hearing, like, boom, boom, boom. Oh. I'd be like, same, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. It just adds to it. But uh, I think that's great advice. Not yeah. an ad for Chewy, but... We're open to the if ad. If it works, it works. Neither of us have dogs yet, but we can make the ad. I want one. Get I want boned. a dog. I do boned. want a dog. I want very a dog. So. I can't wait. Um, well, that's it for our episode. Oh my god. Thank that's you for being on. Plug your shit. Where can people oh, follow you? Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. I'm at Big Boss Bows. I'm mostly on Instagram and Twitch. I just started streaming on Twitch again. Yeah, twitch.tv slash Big Boss Bows. 
uh i just like talk mad shit i just quit my job so Fuck yeah yeah so i'm i don't know i'm just doing shit i'm I love it i'm happy to be here Hell, so. we're very happy to have and also happy birthday happy birthday oh, oh my god i forgot I thank didn't. you thank you i'm yeah. myself off for a little dinner hell yeah yeah you I'm should excited. Uh, if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode or if you want to give us an update, give us a call at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to listen ad-free, check us out on Stitcher Premium. We've got video on YouTube and the audio version everywhere. iTunes, all of the uh, Spotify, all of that stuff. Pre-order my book, You're Not Special, on Amazon or anywhere else. Comes out May 5th. And uh, follow us on Instagram. Everything's linked down below. Just, 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 just check or just expand wherever the notes. Just go mm-hmm. find it. And cool. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Don't blame me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa Demonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.